Have you ever wondered what happens after ever after? Have you always yearned to know if the end is really the end? No? Well, you're gonna find out anyway. We're your hosts, Andy, Tammy, and Gina. This is Two Division. Hello everyone, welcome once again to Two Division, Disney Sequels Spain. I'm your host Gina and I am, as always, joined by my two best friends and co-hosts, Andy and Tammy. Hi guys, how are you? Hi, I'm good. I'm good, just still at home, like I should. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have not as we all are. <laughs> still at home. But I'm still here. But I'm <laughs> still here. <laughs> The quarantine yes. song. Oh my god, oh my wait, god. that is that, that is that really is. That really is the quarantine song. I want a moment to be real, wanna touch things I can feel. Wanna <laughs> feel them. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's do perfect. Really know, yeah. Do you really know the entire song? <laughs> do you know like the entire song? I, I, I cannot do I cannot know every Disney song. Like it's just there <laughs> my, I, I feel like my, my mind, like the thing is from inside out that don't delete any of the Disney songs, but they delete everything that I learned in college. But the uh, lyrics from Disney songs are still there. You know, I don't know, I sometimes that. they're useful. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like right now. Yeah, right now. Andy, how are you? Uh, I'm just going to keep saying like the same thing throughout, I, I think, like the rest of the episodes, because I think we're going to be quarantined for a whole year now. Uh, uh, so it's going <laughs> to be exactly the same. I've been home. Else. I mean, it, I'm I've here. been home. I'm yeah, yeah. it's not going to be a year, hopefully. I think um, Tammy was saying that maybe they're going to be uh, laid off from the quarantine at the end of April. And supposedly here in Mexico, that's going to be the thing as well. But it's not. Like, realistically, no. it's not going to be. And they're <laughs> saying really that optimistic. it's probably going to be until September. And you know what makes me mad? That this year, after years of waiting, my birthday actually uh, landed on a Friday. And I was really excited. <laughs> I was like, yes, years I'm finally going to be able to do something. And my friends are going to be able to all come. And then, nope, this happened. And then my 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 birthday is in danger. I know that's a very first world problem, but I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> and I just hope this all goes away sooner than later. And we can all just go back to normal life. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Anyway, let's go on to better things. Uh, this episode is very special because we are bringing back one of our favorite guests. She was with us in the Cinderella 2 episode, and she is back now to end the trilogy with us. And here is Lorna. Hi, Lorna. How are you? Hi. <laughs> I'm good. Are you uh, home? Yeah, I'm home. I'm good. <laughs> uh, my good mom you. made me banana bread yesterday. Oh. So, yeah. Oh. Classic. Yeah, oh, so I don't good. know why it's trending <laughs> why? right now, but it's a thing, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I've never yeah. made banana bread, but I think it's like very easy. And if you have bananas there that you haven't eaten and they're about to go bad, you're like, well, I guess this is going to be banana bread. And that's just how <laughs> banana bread is made. made. <laughs> <laughs> you cracked it. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't made banana bread, uh, but now I really yes. wish that I would. Um, so yeah, Lauren, I'm just really glad that you're back. It's really good to hear from you. I'm glad that you're um, okay and safe and everything. And yeah, I'm we're just really honored to have you back. Uh, <laughs> thank you, guys. 
It's a pleasure. Yay. Oh. Okay. So um, without further ado, um, well, yeah, I'm fine as well. I'm home. I'm like always, like we all should be. I'm really tired. I'm really sleepy because I, I just woke up very early today. But that's, that's the, the least of my problems right now and all of our problems. But yeah, so today we are going to talk about Cinderella Tree, a twist in time. But yes. first, well, yeah, yeah, excitement. <laughs> I like that. That that hasn't been in the show for a while. <laughs> that hasn't been in the show for a while, indeed. It's been, oh, I think Ooh. not since, let's say, what, Kong's new group. I think I've been excited to talk about a sequel. Yeah, and that's, that, that's it's been a while since that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So usually we start the episode by sharing some of our thoughts and memories of the original movie. But since we all kind of did that on the original episode, I think um, it's like it, it would be too repetitive to do that again. So just like, do you guys want to do a quick like rundown of your thoughts, like all of our general thoughts? Like we liked it. It's a classic. What else? I think that we all liked it a lot. I just. We we all agree that it is an, indeed a really important movie for the Disney Company. It's a, it's a classic, and I think we all have like nostalgic fondness for it. And I I I think that we we have something like in common. Like at least two of us present, like Lorna and I, just shared pictures of our like our birthday parties when we were kids yes. and we just did Cinderella theme parties and we all dressed as Cinderella I know it was really cute and yeah. I was just thinking about that it's I think a, a lot of little girls have done at least one Cinderella party in their lives yeah I saw that because I follow you two on Insta and I saw both of you sharing your Cinderella pictures and they were so adorable Aww. and I love Lorna's caption that was like I didn't take off my dress for like a week Yes, adorable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't have a Cinderella party, but I do agree that it's a very iconic. It's very classic, and it's it's. There's a reason why Cinderella is who Cinderella is in the Disney story and the Disney. You know, I don't want to say lore, like the Disney company, like Maybe? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess it's. It's just a, sta- a staple of the Disney uh, company and the Disney princess um, brand. Like, it's one of the most classic princesses. So, yeah. it It's not a surprise that it has a sequel. And it's not a surprise that I think it's one of the few princess movies that has more than one sequel. I think. Well, Belle has one. Has, like, mm-hmm. three. Also, Ariel. Well, it's one of the princesses that has more than one <laughs> sequel. And... Yeah, so this one, Cinderella 3, A Twist in Time, it's actually surprisingly regarded as one of the best Disney sequels to ever come out. And yeah, so let's move on to start talking about uh, Cinderella 3. And let's start by sharing some of our memories and our general thoughts on it. So, um, Tammy, do you want to start us off? Yeah, sure. I remember watching this. I don't know why. I have, like, a very vivid memory of watching it when it first came out. I think it came out in t- 2007, right? Probably that's why, because I think I was around 13. So it would make sense why I would remember this more than the other ones. Yeah, 2007. But, 2007? Yeah, but yeah, I remember I remember watching this and liking, a, liking it a lot. I don't know. It's just, it, it wasn't something that um, was... Well, obviously not spectacular, but I just, I just thought, I just really enjoyed it. But it didn't really leave 
too much of an impression in my mind. I remember like really banging to Hayden Pataniere's like end, end credit song though. I still believe like that was my <laughs> jam in 2007. That's that's what stuck in my brain. But I I really en- <laughs> I really enjoyed it, and I just. I, well, we're probably going to talk about this later, but I, I, I do remember really liking, like, how they, like, what they did with Prince Charming. Like, that, that was definitely one of my favorites. And yeah. just, like, how it was, like, kind of self-aware, like, of the absurdities of, the, of like, the, I guess the Disney formula. I guess this is one of, like, the earlier, like, films that, like, starts poking fun at, the, like, Disney as a company, like, kind of, like, enchanted with... Prince Charming and the talking birds and talking mice. Like, I remember <laughs> noticing that a lot. I was just like, oh, that's funny. <laughs> like when, when, when that was novelty? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. now it's like <laughs> overdone. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was, it's a really, it's a good, it's a good sequel. It, it's, I can talk more about it later, but it's a, it's a good sequel. I like it. I like it a lot. Okay. Uh, Andy, do you want to continue? Uh, yeah, I think same as Sammy, I do remember watching it, and I I was ten years old. I was, or uh, of course I, I watched it and I remember it all. It's not like I watched it as a really 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 little kid. So it was just a movie that came out, and I think I took it for granted when it came out because I saw it and I thought, yeah, of course it's good. It's Cinderella, duh. <laughs> now that I know all this knowledge about Disney sequels. Uh, <laughs> I really did take it for granted, guys. This is like I think it's spoilers as well of my opinion, but I think it's really entertaining. Um, yeah, I just really like it. I don't remember how I saw it first. I think I don't know if it was on TV or if I did have the I think I don't know. I think it was. TV. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Lorna. Well, <laughs> uh, spoiler alert, I love this movie. <laughs> uh, you all need to know that I'm a Virgo, and when yeah. I first saw it, <laughs> I-, I was like, what? Where, where is my chronological energy? What, what, what is this? <laughs> where is my bread guy? And I, I don't know. <laughs> I was really confused when I was 10. Uh, but I saw it and I I love this movie and uh, as Tammy said I love how they uh, made the the Prince Charming and all the jokes for um, this uh, new Disney making jokes uh, of uh, the old Disney and all that stuff is brilliant and yeah. I love this movie <laughs> so much. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Okay, so um, I'm going to be the only one different, I think, right now, because I had never seen this movie until, like, a couple of days ago to, to like, talk about it for the podcast. I never saw it before. And honestly, one of the reasons was because uh, when, when it was going to come out and they were advertising the heck out of it, like, I remember it being... I mean, I watched a lot of Disney Channel, so I think that's probably why I felt it was everywhere. But seriously, I swear to you, uh, every other commercial break on Disney Channel, they had some kind of Cinderella 3 um, ad. And I was just tired of it. And I was like, this is a stupid idea. 
Why are they combining time traveling with Cinderella? Yeah. How, who came up with it? And I, I just my 11-year-old brain could not compute how they they would make a movie, a time travel movie with Cinderella. It just sounded so ridiculous to me, and I was like, I'm gonna stay the fuck away from this movie because I don't think it's gonna be good. And I I I, I loved Cinderella too. And I was like, yeah, this is not going to be as good as Cinderella 2, so why even try? And I just never saw it. I I think always in my mind, it was just another generic um, Disney sequel that added nothing to the story. So for me, it was just not relevant to, enough to watch. But then the years went by, and people started talking about it, like in retrospect about the Disney sequels. And they were like, you know, actually, Cinderella 3, it's a very good sequel. And I was like, Really? Seriously, the time-traveling Cinderella movie is a good sequel? I was just baffled. I did not believe it. But then I started watching more videos and talking to more people. And they were like, no, it's an actually very good movie. And I was like, okay, maybe I'm going to watch it someday. And then we started the podcast and I wanted to save that. So this was my first watch. So I didn't watch it for over a year since we started this podcast. Just so I could be able to watch it for the first time right now and I had seen some scenes because as I said I watched a lot of Disney Channel so by some random chance one day I tuned in into Disney Channel and they were playing they they were showing it right so the only scene that I had actually already watched was the scene where Jacques and Gus are trying to convince Uh, the friends (laughs) that Cinderella is the girl that she was dancing at the ball that song and I even remember the lyrics in Spanish like that's how hammered oh, wow. head is that song yeah and that's the only scene I watched from Cinderella 3 and then I maybe I changed channel or something because I don't remember mm-hmm. seeing the rest of it but that's the only part that I had actually seen plus the million trailer things that I have watched so yeah this is my first time watching it and yeah, spoiler alert, I think it's actually a very good sequel. Uh, so I take back everything bad that I said about this <laughs> movie back in 2007 when I hadn't even watched that. So yeah, but uh, we will talk about that when we get to the movie. So yeah. So this movie came out in 2007. It was the last movie produced by Disney Toon Studios Australia. Like seriously, right after production of this movie ended, they closed the studio. Yeah, that's that's a sad Damn. thing. Yeah, and I think actually the the Disney Toon Studios. Um, I I had the 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 trivia fact here. Like I I have the memory that Cinderella two finished production and that was the last movie <laughs> from. No 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 the the second one oh, was really? the last the last movie for some other studio. Some of oh, some okay. of the offshore studios. Oh, oh yeah, the, the Japan the Japan studio. Ah, uh, yeah, no? because we we talk they about closed. how all of the credits are yeah <laughs> yeah all of the names yeah. So they closed right after Cinderella two was made, and the Australia studio was closed right after Cinderella three was made. So oh. some kind of curse is going on. Like yes. Cinderella saved Disney from closing, but then all of the sequels ended up closing some other studio <laughs> so that's <laughs> hilarious in some way yeah so Cinderella 3 came out in 2007 and 
let's do some a little rundown of the plot, right? So Cinderella Three, yeah, that's what we do. Cinderella Three takes place one year after the events of Cinderella, and Cinderella and the prince. Actually, first note: Why don't they give the prince a name? It's actually kind of awkward that they go around all the movie and they only talk about him as the prince, like even even <laughs> the king. Name. That's so true. That's his name. Like even even his wife from a year. And then charming it is. <laughs> but he's not prince. He's the prince. That's his the name. That's like, he's like a rapper. <laughs> That's the, the prince. prince. Charming. <laughs> oh God. Okay, I'll take that. Okay, so Cinderella and the prince are celebrating their one-year anniversary, and they sing a song about how everything is perfect and their lives are so happy. So of course, everything is gonna be messed up. So at the same time, Cinderella and the prince are celebrating. Anastasia, Drusella, and Lady Tremaine are, of course, in misery because they have to do what was Cinderella's chores once. So they are, like, doing chores and washing the dishes and breaking the dishes. And then Sin and Anastasia, sorry, runs into this the prince and Cinderella celebrating, like, in the forest. And she sees the fairy godmother and she sees her used her wand so Anastasia gets the idea that if she gets the wand maybe she can help her situation so the fairy godmother drops the wand conveniently and she drops it for the convenience of the plot and Anastasia takes it and runs to her mother and her sister and she's like I have all the solutions to our problems and Drusella's like that's a stick <laughs> and no it's gonna work and then she's trying to figure out the word <laughs> For Bibi the Body Boo, and it's it's a hilarious scene. <laughs> she figures it out, and Lady Tremaine gets the brilliant brilliant idea to use the wand to turn back time and ruin Cinderella's chance to reach the prince and show her show him that she was the maiden at the ball. So that's what she does. Oh, and Fairy Godmother uh, like jumps in and she's like, "Give me back my wand," and they turn her into a <laughs> statue into a bronze statue that's harsh and I wish that statue was on the park somewhere because that's a really cool looking statue and I would love maybe to have it that. is maybe there is a very uh, godmother statue and we don't know that and maybe like the Imagineer was like oh I'm sneaking in a reference for Cinderella tree I don't know that would be me as an Imagineer <laughs> maybe I'm projecting before we before maybe we move are. on <laughs> before we, we move on I do want to point out that as Lorna was saying, it kind of bothers me that I don't know where to put this chronologically. Because it cannot be after Cinderella 2, because Anastasia was already with the baker. But if all of this happened before Cinderella 2, then what? Like, they just ran into each other at the at the town and like, oh yeah, remember that time when we traveled in time <laughs> and you almost ruined my wedding? Like, it's but a very... It hap a lot of shit happens in this know. movie. They don't know. They don't know about the time traveling at the end. No, they do. Okay, we will get there. Yeah, we yeah. No, no, they don't. <gasps> they don't know. They don't. But the they don't. This but they, movie but is one one point five. <laughs> yeah, and and <laughs> like Anastasia the knows. <laughs> Anastasia and Lady Tremaine and Drisella know, but the the others yeah. don't know. Cinderella. 
But Cinderella does know that Anastasia was disguised as her at her wedding. Yeah. So it's not the time travel, but okay. it's like the magic. <laughs> okay, we will get that. That's get kind it. of like if you put that if you okay. put that in between, if you put that before the Cinderella too, it's like they didn't talk about that. <laughs> we actually didn't talk about that. They kind of blocked it out, like just blocked out trauma. Just no, <laughs> not. This is they went out to a psychologist. They yeah. went to a psychologist. They moved on. They left her in the past, and they kept moving forward. <laughs> oh god! But why okay, would Anastasia so, go back to her home after all that continuity errors? I don't know. I don't know, ma'am. Also. Uh, IMDb has the trivia fact that Drusella was the one who was supposed to be like the main of the stepsisters, but oh. they realized that Anastasia was already like like more likable than Drusella because of Cinderella too, and they thought that it was easier to sell like Anastasia's um, more good side than Drusella, so they left mm-hmm. Drusella yeah. Yeah. as the yeah as a secondary character again. <laughs> Poor oh, Drusella. She deserves. She deserves yeah. her own redemption arc. And then she has two redemption arcs. <laughs> yes. I just thought they picked her because her name was prettier or like sounded nicer, and she has like a more. And I don't know. That that's the only. Because can you imagine, Drusella, like just. I don't. I don't know. Maybe like after... I, I just feel like if you're aiming for kids, you'd aim for like the nicer sounding name. That's just what I thought always when they... That's why they Maybe. picked her as the good sister. I want to put it past them. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so moving on with the plot. Lady Tremaine uses the wand to turn back time and they go back to the day that the Grand Duke visits their house with a, with a glass slipper to try it on their feet. And... Lady Tremaine, of course, if we remember from the original movie, has Cinderella locked, and this is where the mice are trying to get to Cinderella. Where, but while all this is happening, the Grand Duke comes in, and he tries to slip her on in Anastasia's feet, and Lady Tremaine uses the one to enlarge the slipper so it will fit <laughs> Anastasia's foot. And it's a hilarious bit of animation, just how it goes. And the, the little man that is trying on the, the slipper is like, what the f- and he, he's just, like, not believing, but he's like, okay, I guess it fits. And <laughs> they're like, yay, we found her. She's going to marry the prince. Let's all go. And while everyone is going, Cinderella finally uh, frees herself from the, where was she, like, her room? The attic? The attic. It's the attic. She was in the attic. She frees herself. She runs down the stairs, and she sees Anastasia going with the duke, and she's like, what what is happening? I have the other slipper. And Lady Tremaine is like, nope, I just won, and you are going to be a maiden forever. And she breaks uh, her slipper, and then she goes off with Anastasia and Drusella to meet the prince. And this is a very sad moment. I think this, this is the... I even, like, I, I was holding back tears, I think, because it was just so sad, because, Aww. I mean... The Cinderella from this timeline doesn't know what's happening, right? And she she has no idea mm-hmm. that she had her happy ending and magic was being used to alter it. She just knows that something happened and now Anastasia is going to marry the prince that she fell in love with the other night. And she no longer has the glass slipper to prove that she was the maiden from the ball. 
So she is really like broken down in the first 10 minutes of the movie. <laughs> and it's very sad. But she sings an empowering song, as princesses do. I think it's called <laughs> More Than a Dream. And she realizes that she go if she goes to the prince and he sees her, he is going to remember her face. And he is going to realize that she was the maiden and that, you know, Cinderella and Anastasia don't really look alike. So like he's going to be like, yeah, this is, this is the girl that I was dancing with last night. I don't care about the feet. And so off she goes <laughs> to the palace the to find the prince. Yeah? <laughs> I'm sorry, I just repeated what you said. I don't care about the feet. <laughs> oh, sure. Maybe he does. Like, that's not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this went off in a different direction than I expected. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. <laughs> Focus. So off she goes to the palace to find the prince and she gets to the palace but of course she cannot just barge into the palace without, you know, like there, there's security and there's people working there. So she disguises herself as a mice catcher. I think that's what she calls herself. And yeah. we run into Prudence. We run into Prudence. Yeah. There she is. There's continuity. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was this movie called Continuity. And I appreciate it, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this is like the one connecting tissue with Cinderella, <laughs> too, to be honest. So, okay, so Cinderella did get herself as a mice catcher to Prudence, who is like the secretary of the palace and whatever. So she sneaks into a castle to find the prince, and while this is happening, uh, the prince meets with Anastasia, Drusella, and Lady Tremaine, and the prince sees Anastasia, and he's like... Um, yeah, I don't think so. You are not the girl. And he's, he's try, he tries to be very uh, kind about it. He's like, thank you for your time. And my people will escort you to your house, but no thank you. And I will just back up what you guys were saying uh, before. I really like the prince in this mm -hmm. movie. And I think one of the biggest um, strengths of this movie is actually like giving the prince like some kind of protagonism and also yeah and also some kind of personality and we are, we actually get to like him and kind of know him and and kind of see what he's thinking and we feel bad for him because as it's going to happen in that moment but he is bewitched by Lady Tremaine to forget about Cinderella and basically um her, his memories are all Buffled, and he now, when he thinks about the ball, it's Anastasia instead of Cinderella. Mm -hmm. And it's very sad. Like you really feel for him. Like poor guy. He 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 has no fault in this. And can I yeah, can, can I really can like I say something about the prince thing? <laughs> yeah, please do. Please do. Um, interrupt <laughs> me. I don't want to just talk and talk and talk. Okay. Uh, no, I think a lot of us uh, when people talk about uh, Disney people, they say, ah, oh, okay, uh, Cinderella tree is like the good one. And when people talk about Disney princess or, or Disney heroes, um, there's, I, I, I always notice when people have actually what Cinderella tree and whatnot, because um, like the prince from Snow White and this prince charming is always at the bottom, like for the, for the common folk, you know? 
But when I see <laughs> that Prince Charming is like on the top or in the middle, I know that they've watched Cinderella Tree. And I've seen it. <laughs> yeah. Suddenly, all of Twitter started making, Twitter and Facebook groups started making like year lists of their, of everything, including the Disney princess. And I, and I saw a lot of them that have Prince Charming on the top. And I was like, oh yes, these are my people. Um, yeah, because, yes, a lot of people say, like, oh, okay, I like the prince, but only in Cinderella Tree. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, we can talk about it later when she does the workshop. Yeah. I do agree. I think this movie uh, really, he makes him even more likable than some of the princes that we do get to know in their actual movie. I think he's, I, I like him more than I, maybe, John Smith, maybe? You got a point. Do you guys agree with that? Uh, we, I, won't agree yeah. with, I won't disagree with you. Yes. He, I despise goes, John Smith. <laughs> we know. I'm agreeing with you. I think he goes from a Florian, like a prince from Snow White, into more of a Flynn Rider kind of character. I, I would kinda. say Philip, but Flynn Rider, maybe. Me, 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 me. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Oh, Philip, I had forgotten about Philip. Oh, God, he's a good... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the prince is about to, to throw Anastasia out, and Lady Tremaine uses the wand to, as I said, change his memories from the night, and suddenly he's like, oh, wait, no, yeah, you are the girl I dance with, and we are going to be married in the morning. And, yeah, so <laughs> Anastasia is engaged now to the prince, and the prince uh, goes out of the the room where he is, and he's walking across this very beautiful bridge. I love the, the that setting. I think it's gorgeous. Yes, I love that, that animation. Mm -hmm. that, like, the way the light hits the bridge is just so, so romantic. I love that. And in this bridge, he runs into Cinderella dressed as a maid. And Cinderella is like, hi. And the prince is like, hi. Who are you? And she's like, oh, very funny. They're like, why don't you know who I am? And he's like, um, I sorry, I really don't know who you are. So yeah, goodbye. And he goes away, and she's just really confused because he, he she's like, why doesn't he remember me? And I don't remember if he mentions Anastasia. In this, I moment. think he does. He does because he yeah. says he's gonna marry her. Oh yeah, and yeah, and that he's like very in love with her, and like, oh, yeah. she's so great, and whatever. Yeah. But then they introduce the hand thing. The hand, I mean, not introduce it, but they okay. add on to it. Oh, yes. Because, yeah, okay. So, oh, yeah, that. it talks about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, the hand thing is in this scene, there's a scene. I don't remember when this, is this scene before he meets Anastasia? I think it is, right? No, it's after, I think. The, the scene when with the, the dad, the dad or dad. the prince? Yeah, yeah. When, when they're sword fighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know when oh, that's it's scene before. Is. It's before he meets Anastasia, I'm pretty sure. Like, right yeah. before they announce that she's in the castle. Okay. Okay, so there's this scene before with the king and the prince. And they're talking about, I think, love and marriage. And the prince is like, yeah, I want to marry for love and whatever, blah, blah, blah. And the king actually tells him that he knew he was going to marry and love he, uh, the prince's mom forever when he first touched her hand like when I touched her hand I just knew that she was the one and mm. the prince is like really just like with the touch of, of a hand and he's like yep there's there, you just feel it and that's like a recurring thing with uh, with the uh, movie and I think in the scene after like when he meets Anastasia I do think 
he touches her hand at one point, and yes. he just keeps looking at his hand, and he doesn't say anything, but you, you kind of see in the animation that he's thinking, I'm not feeling what my father said I was going to feel, but okay, I can't do anything about that right now. Yeah. So after he runs into Cinderella, and he doesn't recognize her, and Cinderella is just really confused, and... He goes away, and Cinderella meets again with the mice. Oh, yeah, she's, there's not really, there's no really sad scene. Like, she just uh, walks into a room, and she just starts crying, like, alone in the dark. It's just very sad. Like, poor Cindy. This whole she's movie going is through really a lot. Sad. It really is. Yeah, and she runs into shock, and, and Gus, who witnessed uh, Lady Tremaine bewitching the prince, and he, they tell Cinderella that they have the the fairy godmother's wand and that if they get them back if they get the wand back they can fix the whole thing so now their mission is finding lady tremaine and the stepsisters and getting the wand back and then we get a very sweet scene with uh the king and anastasia and because he's like i want to talk to my future daughter-in-law so she goes away to see him alone, and in this talk that I have that is very sweet, he talks about his wife and whatever, and he gives Anastasia a seashell, and he tells her that it was a seashell that he and the prince's mom were at the beach, and they saw the seashell, and they both tried to reach for it, and that's when their hands touched. And that's when they knew, like, they were going to be together. So that seashell, for him, represents that true love. And he gives that to Anastasia. And just right now, I want to point out how sweet both the prince and the king <laughs> are. Like, when they accept Anastasia <laughs> to be the bride, they don't, like, judge her for being, like, not so pretty. They're like, okay, yeah, so this is the girl that's going to marry the prince. And, yeah, so she's going to be part of our family. And... Like, just the gesture of That's giving it. her the seashell. Yeah. It's very sweet. And it just also gives, I think, another um, layer to the king. Well, can I talk have. about the king now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I totally think that the king is really well characterized in all of the Cinderella movies. I think all of the Cinderella characters are well characterized in the sequels. But especially the king, I think he's, he was one of the characters that had more personality in the original. Mm -hmm. And, like, this wacky old man that is very stubborn and wants his way, but it's also, like, in the bottom he's sweet and he wants the best for his son and everything. I think it's a really, I mean, good layer and good progression for his character. And I think this is one of the characters that I like a lot more in this movie. And that's really nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, second that. Okay. So after that scene with the king and Anastasia, uh, we catch up with Cinderella, and she is disguised as a maid. She has, like, a bonnet uh, covering her mm -hmm. face. And, oh, wait, there's a very uh, funny scene between the stepsisters and Lady Tremaine. I don't remember what happens. Oh, and Lucifer. Something happens, and, and I think Lucifer sees Jacques and Gus, and he tries to catch them, but he en ends up breaking something. I think like a, a vase or something. And one of the stepsisters go, goes, let's call um, the maid 
And just as soon as she says it, they knock on the door and it's Cinderella. And, and <laughs> Lady Germaine is like, you're fast. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Cinderella's like, we're really efficient. Yes! <laughs> we're really good. That's hilarious. Oh my God. Just, and that's another thing. Like, I think the humor in this movie is also like very smart. On point. And it really, yeah. really works. Like most of the jokes land. And I think that's something that mo- not, not many Disney sequels can say. But yeah, this movie uh, really knows how to like use their their comedy. <laughs> so yes, yeah, Cinderella goes. Uh, we're really efficient, and she walks in <laughs> and she starts cleaning the thing that Lucifer broke. While um, she's doing that, Lady Tremaine gets distracted, and Jacques and Gus take the one, and then Lady Tremaine figures out that it's Cinderella. I don't know how she figures it out. But at, at one moment, she just takes away her bonnet and she exposes her. And then all mayhem breaks loose because uh, Jock and Gus have the one, so they run for it. And then Cinderella runs for it as well. And Lady Tremaine calls for the guards. And he, she tells them that Cinderella is a thief. So they chase Cinderella. They, catch, they capture her before she can uh, unbreak the spell. And they get her. Lady Tremaine gets the one back. And as they are taking Cinderella away, she reaches her hand to touch the prince. And he, she, gets, she manages to just barely touch, like, the top of his hand. And then he looks at his hand and he's like, what? What? <laughs> and I love shit. that. I love, I love how you can see, like, in his, like, his mind working, like, holy crap. <laughs> because this whole time she's telling him, I am the girl you danced with at the ball. And, of course, because he can't remember her, he's so confused. But when she touches his hand, he, like, suddenly, like, you can see, like, some some form of clarity forming in his mind. And it's just so cute. Also, can I just say, okay, for the, (laughs) I don't know if this is, like, too niche, but Cinderella in this movie, it's really like all of the scenes I was watching it and I especially this one and the other one when she when she's breaking uh, she's crying uh, at the door and the other one when she is at the uh, the boat uh, later on this movie these are all scenes that are really used in, in Disney <laughs> YouTube video <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Especially the scene when Lady, like the first scene where Lady Tremaine tells her that Anastasia she's gonna yeah. marry the prince. Like just the, those facial expressions of like what is happening and confusion. Those are so used in in, are in you, these days. Are you videos. sure? Yeah. Are you sure that Eugenia didn't like just soak that movie in before and already <laughs> knew that because of all of the scenes that are always used Maybe, in her like, videos. <laughs> Like, to be fair, I had seen some of those scenes, but I just watched them out of context, so I didn't know what was happening, right? So I just saw, like, the facial expressions and the animation, but I didn't know what the story was. So, yeah, because I Because her expressions... Uh-huh. Her yeah. expressions are really good, because they're not usually fine. Uh, you can... I don't know, they're really useful. <laughs> they <laughs> she's always confused, or she's always scared, yeah. or she gets dragged by policemen or by guards. <laughs> And that's, that always works because there's always a story that has that. <laughs> yes, she became a very usable character for like dramatic videos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, this is like really... <laughs> 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 
Okay, <laughs> sorry, Lorna, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, so we're getting to my favorite part, okay? So the Ooh, guard yes. takes Cinderella away, and Lady Tremaine asks her, asks them to exile her from the kingdom. So that's basically what they do. They're going to put her in a ship that's going to sail off to who knows where. So Cinderella is in the ship, and she's all alone. She starts crying, and she kind of just starts uh, just kind of accepting the fact that maybe she just dreamt it all, and like it was just a dream and whatever. But while she's in the boat, Jacques and Gus get to the prince, and this is the scene that I was talking about earlier, <laughs> where they try to convince him to, they try to make him remember Cinderella. And they sing him a song called At the Ball. It's just very cute. Like, if you if you haven't seen the movie, at least look that scene up on YouTube. It's adorable. They have this whole musical number uh, just, between, just between Gus and Jacques. And it's just so adorable. I love that. I think it's a very, very um, efficient, like, song. And it's I love really how the dynamic. Print, it is really quick it is, and yes. really fun. <laughs> They're basically just telling the Cinderella story, but... In their way, you know? <gasps> this was the original Olaf scene. Oh my god, yes! Oh my yes! god! <laughs> because it's talking about the original movie in a sequel. <laughs> oh god, you're right. If, if Olaf had sung his recap, maybe. Like, this is what it would be like if, if, Olaf ha- if Olaf had sung it instead of just telling it. Yeah. Olaf. <laughs> but I just love how... The prince just sits there listening to them, <laughs> like just listening to this little talking, mi- talking mice, and he's just like, "What?" <laughs> and then the bluebirds come in with the fixed slipper, and he sees it, and then just with the mice and the birds, he just kind of uh, realizes that yes, Cinderella was the girl at the ball. <laughs> so he runs off. <laughs> oh my god, I love this! He runs off, and he runs into the king. And they're in this they're in the stair, right? They're in these big, big stairs. Um oh wait, I, I forgot to mention that. When they are trying to capture Cinderella, I love I think it kind of parallels the scene when she's fleeing the palace in the first movie and the king is like calling the guards to get her because you know the prince was like, Oh yeah, this is the girl that I wanna marry and then she just runs off and the king sends the guards after her. So I think I think that scene parallels this, but they are sending the guards to capture her, you know, to send her off. Okay. Yeah, it was it was a really cool part. I, I that that came up to my mind. Yeah. So anyway, the prince is in this uh, running in the stairs, and he runs into the king, and the king is like, "What are you doing?" And the prince is like, "I'm not gonna marry Anastasia. I'm gonna marry Cinderella." Uh, oh, she he calls her Cindy. No, she she calls her Cinderella because that's oh. what the mice call her. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, I'm going to marry Cinderella instead of Anastasia because I just feel her, I, I touched her hand and I know that she is the one that I want to marry. And the king goes, do not take another step more. And the king just goes, the, the, sorry, the prince just goes, okay. And he just jumps out the window. Hey, like That literally. is the most memorable scene of the whole yes. movie. That's the, <laughs> when people that's, say the prince is cool, they mean this scene. <laughs> <laughs> this is the visual representation of Yeet. Like, he, he <laughs> just Yeet's out of the window. And the animation is hilarious. And I laughed my ass off. I had to repeat it like three times because it was hilarious. Because the animation in his face that he, like the king says, do not take one step more. He just like very smug 
like he has a very smug smile and he's like mm, okay, okay. <laughs> and just jumps <laughs> and the king and the guards are just like what the fuck <laughs> and they look down at the window and he's climbing down the vine so he didn't really just jump into the abyss <laughs> but it was still it lo just looks so funny yeah so that's my favorite like spoiler alert that's my favorite part of the movie <laughs> um, I, I love the prince in that moment yeah, <laughs> so he gets into a horse and he starts rushing to to catch Cinderella's boat and he does, he finds Cinderella and he is like, I know that it's you. So they embrace and the prince asks Cinderella to marry him and I think when they do embrace, the prince, I think, does actually get his memories back. I think it that kind of breaks that spell. Yeah, I think so. So yeah, mm -hmm. so he asks her to marry him and they go back to the palace they explain everything to the king and the grand duke and the king orders this the lady germain and the stepsisters to be arrested but tina can i just say can, something yeah please go ahead as you and like as you said like and they he gets his memory gets his memories back then they go back to the castle it sounds like it would be over but no because no. cinderella 3 <laughs> is an extra af film and they're not <laughs> done yet. <laughs> also, can I... Okay, now that we're in parentheses, can I just say that I don't know if it's my mood in this quarantine, but I've only been thinking about Jane Austen. But when that <laughs> yes! thing happens... Okay, 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 okay you okay. say it. <laughs> no, 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 Andy. No, I was just going to say, it just gave me pride and Yes. Ah. <laughs> the sunset. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. And, then and the commoner. Oh, they have Yeah. The commoner and the prince. Well, they do reach me in. <laughs> do you expect me to rejoice in the inferiority of your circumstances? <laughs> oh my God! Let's edit that scene more with the prince. <laughs> yes. You will never see that. No, yeah, I know. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree with Tammy. Like, when I was watching it, I was like, yeah, so, okay, this is the end of the movie. He just uh, gets his movies back, they're going to marry, and, and everything's going to be fine, right? But no, this is not the end of the movie by far. Uh, they go back to the castle. They want, they, get, they want to get the stepsisters and the Lady Tremaine arrested, but they escape using the wand. And... Then we cut to Cinderella getting ready for the wedding, and it's all cute. She has the dress that she has in the original movie. And then when she is looking at herself in the mirror, then Lady Tremaine appears from behind her. And he's like, you think this is over? Nope, this is far from over. And then she just brings in Anastasia, but she is, she has been magically transformed into a Cinderella doppelganger. Thrown like... References. Can, so that, like, can I just say, like, that scene was, like, chilling. Like, the way they set it up and with the yep. music and, like, Cinderella's reaction, it was very chilling for a Disney sequel. I was like, damn. They, like, because they really made it, like, seem so horrifying. And it is. It really is. But, like, I didn't expect them to go to go that, like, to escalate it that, that much, the, like, reaction. Or the atmosphere of the situation. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, sorry. Because you think, and Cinderella thinks that she's finally won. 
And she just keeps losing and losing throughout this whole movie. <laughs> and I think that's really meta for the original one. I don't know. Like, oh, for her origin story. Like, she just lives in misery. <laughs> that's what's <Yeah>. happening. <laughs> I think that it's supposed to show that she's determined. And, and she, she has to fight and fight and she fight has for her to, happy yeah, ending. Yeah, she has to earn that happy ending. I think that's just a fuck you to all the people who think that Cinderella just was rescued by a prince. Like, nope. If it came down to it, she's gonna save her fucking self. And I love that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm getting ahead of myself, but yeah. <laughs> I I do agree. I think it's very chilling, and I think also the thing that sells it is that Anastasia looks miserable. Like right. a Cinderella, you just see that she's not into this. She's not doing this on her own free will. She's being uh, obligated by by Lady Tremaine, and she's not okay with it. But she has to do it. And I, 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 that's very um sad as well because not even Anastasia wants to do it, and she's gonna marry the prince, you know. And yeah, so Lady Tremaine uh sends. Cinderella away and she captures her in like this very twisted version of her pumpkin carriage like it's literally a pup pumpkin that kind of grows um like legs well not legs but you know what I mean and <laughs> it's your start it starts taking her away and she's just trapped in there and they and she has uh this is very funny she has Lucifer the cat transform into a into a man, and he is the coachman that's driving the pumpkin. <laughs> and honestly, this scene is very scary. Or is that just me? I think the music and the lighting, just like the pumpkin, like this very uh, ugly-looking pumpkin, and the way that she's just trapped in there, it's, mm. it's very claustrophobic. It's yeah, and Lucifer turning to a, a man, that's also kind of horrifying. He looks, He looks wrong like just looking at him it's like this is wrong and so she is trying to get she's trying to break free Jacques and Gus help her they uh how do you say they get Lucifer out of the the pumpkin and Cinderella breaks her way out of the pumpkin and she takes the reins and she um sees that it's gonna go off a cliff so she frees the the horse that is driving the pumpkin and gets into the horse and just lets the um the pumpkin fall off the cliff. And right yes. before she goes, she turns to Lucifer, who is in the ground, defeated, and she goes, Bad kitty. <laughs> <laughs> and like I cannot believe they give Cinderella a one liner. <laughs> <laughs> it works, okay. <laughs> Yeah, and like I, I props to the the voice actor because she sold that. Like in, I, it could have been like very cheesy, and you could have been like, okay, but she just she, you can tell that she's done. You know, <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a long day. Yeah. <laughs> it's been the longest day of her life. Her life has been horrible. Her life has yes. been a mess of premise, and this is the fucking worst day of all. Yeah, so when she goes, bad kitty, you really believe that she means it. You're like, yes, Cinderella, just go ahead with your one-liners, I feel you, girl. <laughs> yes, you deserve it. I also yes. can, can I also comment on how, you know, I just keep saying this, that I think the characterization with the, also the the second movie is, like, really good, because I just, 
I see the Cinderella for the original movie. You have always said this that people say that oh, Cinderella is too passive. It's like you haven't seen this movie in twenty years because she's one of the sassiest princesses ever. She, she yeah, is. and she really is. In uh-huh. and, and in, in the this original one, just... movie, and also how do I don't know? She speaks uh, with a lot of passion every time, and also with Lucifer, she hates Lucifer <laughs> she so much. Hates that cat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but you you can feel her hate, and uh, she, she's nice because she's Cinderella, but she hates Lucifer. And <laughs> in this movie, you can see all this angriness in. Cinderella become this horrible person who says that kitty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like, oh my god, she stepped a line there. Yeah. <laughs> She's a badass. <laughs> okay. So we cut back to the wedding that's happening. Of course, no one knows that something's wrong because Anastasia looks just like Cinderella. And just as they are about to say their I do's, The real Cinderella barges in, her dress is all ripping off, and her hair is all messed up, and she walks in, and they're like, what the fuck is happening? And then, I think, I don't know if this, is hap- this happens before or after, but Anast- when they are gonna say their vows, Anastasia says, she doesn't. Like, instead of saying, I do, she says, ah. I don't, and they're like, oh, what's happening? Because, and I think this is a great moment, Anastasia refuses to, like, be a part of Lady Tremaine's chess game, and she realizes that the prince is never gonna love her because of who yeah. she is, because he's always gonna think that she's Cinderella. And there's th- yeah. there was this great moment that I forgot to mention, like, when Cinderella sees Anastasia as herself, she asks her, is this what you want? And I think Anastasia doesn't even respond to her. She doesn't say anything. But Cinderella actually, like, questions her. Like, are you doing this because you want to? Like, the prince is not going to love you. He's going to think you're me. And she doesn't say anything. But that stuck with Anastasia. So that's why she refuses when she's, like, literally saying her vows. And I think that was really cute. Can I, so can I, I just sh- say something about that scene, too? Because that is an amazing scene. Yeah. Like she says, like, do you even love him? And then Anastasia yeah. just goes, I want it. I want what you have. Like she Aww. just wanted to be happy. And it's just, I don't know, like classic literature vibes. But also, isn't that what Joe had to face in Little Women? Like, do you love him? But Aww. I care more to be loved than to love. <laughs> it's like she just wants, she just wants to be happy. So She just wants to be happy, and she thinks that having this love, even if it's not true, or like the, like an authentic love, will make her happy. And it's just, yeah, you're so right. I forgot that she said that, but that's like very, very, that's a very important moment. Yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's what I wanted to say, and I and I and I can't believe it's like basically Little Women. No, I'm kidding, <laughs> or just that. <laughs> Just okay, I'm just going. I'm just going to say Cinderella's tree. It's better than Little Women. But you're not. Yeah. You're not ready for that conversation. No, it's not. No, it's not for me. But it's not. Okay. <laughs> okay, I was gonna go for you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, 
So Lady Tremaine and Drisella come out of the where whatever they were hiding and they reveal themselves and she's Lady Tremaine with the one starts casting her spe- casting spells and after Cinderella and the prince have be- reunited uh the prince uses his sword to um how do you say um, bounce it back yeah bounce <laughs> bounce the spell back and it lands on Lady Tremaine and Drisella and they disappear for now and then they appear. I think, is this the moment where they reappear as toads? Yeah. Or, or later? Yeah, it wasn't the same moment, yeah. Yeah, so they reappear like in a cellar somewhere and they are both turned into toads. And yeah, so they are defeated. They use the one to turn Anastasia back into who she is. And she basically apologizes. And... Sorry, I'm reading the Wikipedia uh, storyline. Oh, yeah. So Anastasia goes back to normal and she goes to the king and she apologizes and she tries to give the seashell back. And the king refuses and he tells her to keep it because everyone deserves true love. (laughs) We all cry. (laughs) I love that moment. Like, even if if she's not who he Sorry, even if she's not who she said she was, he still, like, realized that she's not a bad girl, you know? Yeah. That she's not a bad person. And she just tells her to keep this very important um, token of his life, you know? So that's very, that's very powerful, I think. And Cinderella and Anastasia reconcile, they hug it out, and they use the wand to bring back the fairy godmother. And once she's back, she offers them to undo everything that Lady Tremaine changed, but they kind of realize that they are already happy the way that they are. So they just continue on. They get married out there. Sorry, they get married just right there and then. And then their life goes on, you know? Mm -hmm. And And then Cinderella too. (laughs) And Cinderella too happened. I guess. (laughs) (laughs) And... Oh, there's just this one little scene in the mid-credits where uh, Drisella and Lady Tremaine are turned back into humans, but they are wearing uh, Cinderella's rags. Mm. They, like, they are both wearing what Cinderella was wearing in the original movie. And, like, it just it gets implied that they will be, you know, forced to do the chores for the castle, um, you know, as punishment. And, yeah, so that's that's where the movie ends. Everything is happy. And then during the credits, we get to see some um, portraits, some cute, like, drawings of the characters. And there's one with Anastasia and the mm-hmm. Baker. Yes. So yeah. there is acknowledgement that it happens in the same universe. We just don't know exactly the, the uh, order of events. Yeah. But that's Cinderella 3. That's the way it ends. And yeah, I think it's a very solid movie. So let's mm-hmm. talk about it, shall we? Let's start with what we liked and didn't like. Um, you got, If someone wants to um, um, start. Let's start with um, Lorna. Lorna, you're a guest. Yeah. Okay. Um, it is the only movie in my entire life. <laughs> that I can't find anything that I don't like. Aww. Uh, I Aww. love everything about Cinderella 3, uh, The Prince Charming, uh, 
Gus and Jack and Cinderella, everything, everything. And yeah, I, I can say, um, yeah, I love this movie and I can I can't be objective and yeah, <laughs> it's Would just say this so time? ridiculous for me uh, uh, about the time traveling and everything that comes with it. But I, I don't know, I, I like uh, the ridiculous stuff and yeah, uh, maybe uh, one thing that I don't like is the order that I get confused, uh, where is chronologically, uh, where can I put this movie in the timeline, right? So yeah, that's the only thing that I get mad, but everything else is perfect, the animation, the backgrounds, everything, it, it's pretty good for a sequel, <laughs> and yeah. Would you so, say this is like your favorite movie then? Ever, yeah. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> I love that. That's the coolest thing. I say it proudly. That. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. I, 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 I didn't say this so... Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Even my girlfriend didn't know this. Wow. So yeah. Have you seen it? <laughs> Has I she seen that? No, I th I think no. I think Anastasia. <laughs> oh oh right. She's called Anastasia as well. She she, yeah. It. Yeah. But okay. yeah, that that's my opin opinion in, in this movie and everything is awesome for me. <laughs> 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 so yeah I love that yeah love that. that's really uh, cute and I love that you're here <laughs> yes I'm really glad that we, we got to have you here the biggest so Cinderella stand in the world yes we couldn't have yes. one better <laughs> maybe you yes, are yes I am <laughs> yes I am my mom also liked this movie a lot uh, the scene with Gus and Jack she uh, for for her is hilarious and she repeats it like four or five times and she's no. like ha ha yes <laughs> yeah uh, also cute. yeah also I think uh, Cinderella is uh, her favorite princess so we like this movie a lot and when it comes uh, in Disney Channel <laughs> we saw it. It's nice that you can share it with your mom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, thank you, Lorna. Uh, Tammy? Yeah. Um, well, I well, I mean, I already said this already. I, I liked it a lot. and um, But I find it really interesting because it's very different from Cinderella and Cinderella 2. Well, uh, well like, try to, like, try to run with me here because Cinderella is about she just she wants to go to a ball. She wants to she wants a break from her oppressive lifestyle. She just wants to have fun. Cinderella too, kind of it's like a it's about the magic is really just to support Cinderella. It's not a main part of the film. And in my opinion, it's very much about her life 
and just her wanting to have fun or just have a break and falling in love. And Cinderella 2 is just like the everyday life of her after the, after the original. It's just about her life. Well, Cinderella 3 takes a sharp left turn <laughs> and, and just yeah. sticks in time travel. And now she has to go <laughs> on this whole action adventure story. And the, the prince gets brainwashed. <laughs> and, and Anastasia gets turned into Cinderella. And, <laughs> and there's a giant pumpkin. And, and, <laughs> and then Lucifer gets turned into a crazy old driver, which I guess they did that in the first film. But it's like, it's more stinky now because they did that with Bruno, but he was just to take her to the ball and have some fun and take her back home while Lucifer is just trying to get her killed. Like, it's very extra. And it's really interesting <laughs> because what I found with Disney sequels is that, the, the, like, the worst Disney sequels, like Lady and the Tramp 2, are the ones that <laughs> completely don't understand the theme and what and the message of, of, of the original film. Like, they don't, they don't follow it. They don't understand what it was all about like Bambi 2 did it very well because they transitioned in a very in a spot that need like that raised a question like what happened to Bambi in this time and then it's about his relationship with his father well the first one was about Bambi his life and also had a heavy part for the relationship with his mother it, it understood the theme it understood the message and it continued it very well but like Cinderella 3 like it's good but it like just is so different <laughs> You know what I mean? That's why I find it so interesting. It's it's the same. It's it's still connected to the story. I guess that's why it's good. But it's just I'm just amazed by how it's just yeah. I, I think I see just, what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, because like when we talked about the second one, we were we were all like talking about oh how it's just a slice of life film exactly. and like the three stories are like very low stakes and everything is just happening inside the castle and nothing no no one is ever really in any real danger you know and this yeah. movie is just like the polar opposite like you said like <laughs> all the time danger. traveling and, and <laughs> all the mind uh, yeah <laughs> so it's very you all different. the danger it's so it's interesting but it's still good it's still good yes. I, and, I, and maybe it's just because they the, the filmmakers did like well, like we say this with every good Disney sequel, they love the original. They pay, they studied, they did their homework, they made sure that it made sense. Like they, I, but I, I find it interesting that you can still make it make sense and still follow the and still con, like flawlessly, not flawlessly, but like seamlessly con, continue the story in a massively different way. It's very cool. <laughs> it's just it's it's an anomaly, and I like that. <laughs> that is like yeah. a massive feat on its own. Like, you can see yeah. the characters, but it's a totally different kind of story. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but, like, the characters, like, they, they're, they're different, but they, like, I don't know, like, because Prince Charming, he's definitely better here. I'm not sure if it's a seamless continuation, because he was a dickbag in the original. So... He was there? <laughs> he was a dickbag! He's, like, rolling his eyes, and, like, when he saw Anastasia <laughs> he was like, holy fuck, I need to get out of here. Well, I get it. I he get really it. He over. Want, but he wasn't, but he wasn't nice. Like, you know, like, just the... <laughs> It's the time. I, I get it. There's like a 60-year difference. But I like Prince Charming when he sees Anastasia for the first time here than he did when he saw uh, him for the first time in the original. 
Okay, yeah. <laughs> he was very tired. He got back from a trip and <laughs> and he was dad making him see all these ladies and he was like, I don't wanna I don't want an arranged marriage, Dad. I've told you this before. I'm done. I don't wanna do this, but you're still making me do this, so I'm gonna go. So I get it. We all have those moments. So maybe it is the same person. Maybe. It was just a rough night for him. It, it was, was. it was. And and he was nicer because he thought he was gonna meet the love of his life too. So different yeah. situations. Very yeah, different yeah, situations. I agree. I th it's very interesting. I think this movie basically was born out of the creators asking themselves what would have happened if Lady Tremaine would have won, you know? <laughs> if she would have achieved her goal. And they were like, okay, how do we make a movie out of that? Time travel. Yes. Let's do it. And they just kind of found a way to make it all work. And as Andy said, I think it is a very uh, big to accomplish like to make this movie as extra as it is and as not complex but like it has a lot of moments you know it has like this fake ending when you think oh everything is gonna be fine and then plot mm -hmm. twist it's not over so like a lot a happens in this movie but still it has a nice pace and mm -hmm. it's still understandable and it does not mess a lot with the time travel and thing like it's literally just like the first scene and then it just all goes on from there so it's not it's not really a time travel movie so it's not complex in that matter and it still works and that's it does it's like i i can see them going through a lot of of um concepts for them the film like going through the script over and over again until they got it just right and I like that I like that I can see the effort put there not like in the recent sequels that we've watched where they were basically just yeah we know which ones they actually I I, I can see the effort in this movie and I think that's why it works you know sorry I just interrupted a bunch no you're good no you did, I it. No, you did. It's, it's a discussion and I love Yeah, I love everything you said. And like the same like what you said about Lady Tremaine, I love how they like gave her the wand. I just love that they just like let's give this incredibly scary woman like She's unlimited powers. Let's just, oh, let's just go with power. it. Let's just <laughs> go with it and let's see where we can run. And it's just and I like how they didn't like she's crazy, but she still kind of has her original is a personality original character like they don't make her overboard like they don't really i don't know like i could be wrong i can't remember the ending but they don't they don't make her like a an over-the-top villain in my yeah. opinion like i yeah. feel like she still has her her, her regalness <laughs> her regalness her authority and her control throughout most of the film i can't remember the end part a little bit but she's Maybe she still goes a little crazy because she's trying to turn Cinderella into a toad, but she still has that, like, regalness about her throughout the film. They don't turn into a Jafar when he's, like, turning into that crazy yeah. snake. <laughs> she's, not trying to take over, she's not trying to take over the world. She just wants her daughter to marry as well so she, can, she doesn't have to do chores any, any day of her life. That's all she wants, and you know what? Yeah. Relatable. Oh <laughs> They could This have had her really turn herself into a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> right? They, they could have had herself turn her into 
a dragon, but they didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't do that. You know, with that one, they could have done a lot of crazy stuff with Lady Tremaine. Like, she literally has the power of the fairy godmother, and she just uses it so Anastasia can marry the prince. <laughs> Very strategic. That's a goal-oriented woman. She, she has the energy. She doesn't want to stray away from it. I guess, yeah. I guess she, has her goal. she has her goal. Yeah. She's a Capricorn. So <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Can I, okay. You know what? I will flame Lady Tremaine. She's one of my favorite villains. Yes. Yes. Go. <laughs> I will embrace it. I can see it. Okay, She's guys. very earthy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, guys. But can I just say that I just realized something? This Disney, like the Disney company, only has. Two movies that deal with time travel. Mm-hmm. And they both are from the same year, 2007. What is it? Oh! It's this, it's this one. one and Meet the, the Robinsons. Robinsons. Oh. And I have really, I have that really present because I just like watched Meet the Robinsons like three days ago. That's and we, I, the person I was, I was watching it with, we were talking about, okay, so there's not a lot of good movies that... I mean, there's not a lot of movies that deal with time travel, like, in a good way. Like, they always, like, mess it up, or it isn't, you know, it doesn't make sense. You know what? I will say, like, maybe this is one of the movies that deal with time travel the best. <laughs> because they do, they just time travel, they don't, they don't do anything after that. Yeah, and it's very interesting, like, the fairy godmother offers them to, like, go back to the timeline, and they're like, no, you know what, we're fine. So, basically, two <laughs> timelines are created. Maybe Cinderella 2 is in the other timeline. No, because the baker appears in this one. In the Yeah, but it, do- it doesn't, yeah, but, I mean, she can meet him in this timeline. I mean, it's just, uh, it's a little talent. Yeah, that, that, yeah. yeah. Hmm. We just went down a rabbit hole <laughs> over there. Yeah. Andy, you, you were sharing your thoughts. Do you want to uh, talk about something else? Oh, that you like? uh, I don't know what else would I say to add into this conversation. I think you just said it all. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I just like, like a lot of it. And I'm really impressed at the animation. And this is so good. Like, it's really, really good. And... Um, and all the colors and the sets, like everything, the design, they, we we see a lot more of the castle and we see a lot of, I mean, not all of the kingdom, but we see more of the kingdom, like when Cinderella is going to the ship or when she's on the pumpkin and stuff. And I just want to say that I was watching it and the pumpkin scene happened and it was like, okay, yeah, this is weird because it's in the Cinderella movie. But I just, we were talking about how we love a lot of princesses that are like goddesses. And I'm thinking oh, yeah. about that scene with Cinderella on the, on the horse. And she's like all regal and stuff. And she's just like done. But she's still like the same character. I, I mean, I can see the kindness and the, and the nurturing being mm-hmm. like in her. And it's just like, I don't know. It's. It's really good that this class, this classic, even the most classic Disney character, is giving a good treatment. I don't know. I think I'm rambling there because we all said that like a lot of times, but I just really love that scene. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. I don't know what else to say. Ah, can I just say that at the end, 
And like Tammy was saying, like that song on the credits is a bop. So I finished that this movie and I was listening to the song and the in the ending was so helpful and the portraits were telling like ha what happened after and then I saw the baker within the station and everything was so cute and happy. And I was really, really happy. <laughs> this movie made me really joyful. It's really cute. And it's one of the movies that I don't know. You just leave it with a hopeful heart. I love it. <laughs> I, I like that. I think, uh, like, going with what you said, even though a lot of shit happens to Cinderella in this movie, like, we were joking about it, <laughs> but seriously, like, she has to go through a lot. Like, just the bare confusion of not knowing what's going on and to just fighting yeah. for something that you just believe in your heart that is yours which is like that happy ending that she like in this timeline she doesn't know she has that happy ending but she just knows that she she deserves that and that and that it's meant for her you know and even though she goes through a lot of shit to get it in the end she does and that's why it's so satisfying that's why it's so hopeful because even though she was trapped in a pumpkin and she traveled through time well she didn't travel time but she basically lost the love of her life and she was uh, going to be sent off to another country somewhere she didn't know. Even though everything that could have possibly happened to her in a day happened to her, she still got that happy ending and she deserved that. And when it ends, you're like, even breathing, you're like, you're just resting because after everything she went through, it was worth it. So that's why it is so hopeful and that's why it makes us feel so good because it takes us in this wild ride, this very extra ride. But in the <laughs> end, the things go back to normal, to that happy ending. So, yeah, so I have to give that to them because they gave us a movie that wasn't afraid to put the protagonist through a lot of pain and suffering. But in the end, they still knew that she had to get that happy ending because she deserved it. And it's very satisfying, Aww. you know? Yeah. yeah. I haven't realized that. Uh, I just forgot my idea. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, bring it back. Uh, you just realized. You, realize you, you just realized. Uh, uh, I don't know. Just forget it. <laughs> Okay, I'll try try to get it back. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna continue. Uh, for me, as a first time watcher, uh, I said earlier that I took back everything that wrong that I said about this movie, and I really do. And I don't think it's stupid. Because I, I said that I thought it was stupid to bring in time travel, but I don't think it is honestly. Like right now, my 23 year old person says that it's, it was a very brave thing to do. And I love that they had, like, you know, they were they just went with it. They, they were like, yeah, <laughs> we're going to bring time travel into the Cinderella universe. And what? And we're going to make it work. And I love <laughs> that that ballsiness, you know, that, like, they were very daring with this direct-to-home video sequel, you know? <laughs> not a lot of sequels have that. Like, most Disney sequels, direct-to-home video sequels are just like, yeah, let's just do another story, let's repeat the story with the kids, or let's uh, have some story <laughs> in the middle that has no repercussions in the original movie whatsoever. Mm -hmm. So they're very middle of the road, but I think this movie 
actually try to do something different. It tried to elevate the original, also bring it to a new audience, I think. So that's mm-hmm. why they made the prince more modern and more likable because he would not resonate uh, the same way in in this time with the audience that exists or existed in 2007 that was more used to getting character from the characters instead of just like, oh, he's the prince. So the way that they took the characters from the, the original movie and they were able to bring them into 2007 without them losing that essence, that's really commendable. And I really love that, how, how they managed to do that. And I love Cinderella's characterization, as I was just saying. I love that she goes through all that um, pain and suffering, but she still gets a happy ending. And even though she has the time, that those moments where she's about to give up, she always has that last train of hope that gets her through the night, you know, and I mm-hmm. absolutely love that. I love the king. I love that the this thing with the seashell and Anastasia. Uh, it's so lovable to me. Yeah. I think it really touched my heart. How, like you know, because Anastasia just you can tell that she didn't think she doesn't think that she can be loved because yeah. she's not as pretty and she's clumsy and she's not well mannered, you know. Uh, but the prince, t- the, sorry, the king tells her everyone deserves true love. So that seashell, I think, for her is going to be a reminder that she deserves to be loved. And ha- that's how she's going to end up with the baker later. So that, the yes. king actually helps her. Ah. I love the the prince eating out of the window. That if I could frame, frame, <laughs> it that, is those would be it. Uh, also, I love the mice. I love... Uh, Jacques and Gus's place in this story because they are not overused like you could make the case and in Cinderella too they try to give Jacques more of a protagonist role in one of those stories and you could you could debate if she, if he could really hold that story on his own but like they knew that this story was not about them and they knew that their place in the story was just to be Cinderella's help and I love that I love that they do their job very well, you know? They mm-hmm. see Lady Tremaine doing the thing with the prince, and they go to Cinderella, they tell her, they help her get the wand, and when Cinderella gets uh, sent to with the ship, they go to the prince, and they convince him that Cinderella was the girl at the ball. So they are very productive in this movie, but they are still themselves, and they're still very funny, and they're still just like the sidekicks, but they are very well... They are very good at being sidekicks, you know. They get shit done. And they help Cinderella in every step of the way. They never, even if Cinderella is giving up, they do not give up because they just want what's best for Cinderella. And I love that. Like, get yourself some friends like Jacques and Gus. That <laughs> will never give up on you and your happy ending. That's ha- that's beautiful. I love that. And what else can I say about this movie that I that we haven't talked about? I don't know. I think maybe my grudge with it, aside from the fact that it's very hard to put it in, in a timeline with Cinderella 2, I would have liked if they gave Grisella a bigger role. Mm. Uh, like something, anything that would have given her more of a character or that, that would have, um, you know, kind of re- redeemed her. Like, it just feels wrong to have one stepsister redeemed and then just one not. You know, because in the end, yeah. they both grew up 
with a very, you know, let's say toxic mother who really pushed them to do things that they never wanted to do. So it just feels unfair that Anastasia gets the chance to break out of that and Drisella doesn't. And that like they could have given her anything, you know, anything to do. He, she could have helped Anastasia and Cinderella in the end just to give her that moment of of goodness, you know. So I think they, they kind of wasted that opportunity to, to I don't know, to give Drisella that other level that they do give, like, the prince and the king. So, Definitely. yeah, but as I said, the movie already has a lot of stuff going on, so maybe... They wanted to do that, but they couldn't just, they just couldn't find the time to do it in, you know, the 70 minutes that this movie (laughs) lasts. So I get that if it was an idea at the beginning, they scrapped it off. But Mm -hmm. still, I would have really liked a version of this movie where Drisella got a bigger role and she got, you know, a happier ending. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I think they, well, they don't do it here. I'm, I'm looking through it right now, but they kind of hint at it in Cinderella too, correct? Yeah, yeah. Where when, she, uh, like, Cinderella, Gisella kind of, like, looks longingly as Anastasia yeah. leaves her mother, and th- yeah. it's, the, it's, in the, it's in the Cinderella universe. <laughs> yeah. It's just sad that we never you. get to see it. Exists. We never get to see that turn into anything, you know? You no, know, it exists within somewhere in time. <laughs> Who knows? Somewhere down the line. Where yeah. is who the is it a multiverse now? Yes, <laughs> yes. Cinderella into the spider. Cinderella. The multiverse. The multiverse. In, in the For the biverse, it's just it's just oh, two. I forgot to mention that moment that was also so cute when the prince uh, gets to Cinderella in the ship and he proposes to her and he calls her Cinderella <laughs> and Cinderella just laughs and she's like, "I do, but it's Cinderella." <laughs> <laughs> like, like she just knows right. like yeah the mice told her told him Aww. that it was Cinderella it's just really so cute. cute I just love those those couple minutes of him calling her Cinderella they're so cute <laughs> um yeah so I really like this movie I like how extra it was I like how hopeful it is in the end I like how it treats its characters and yeah I think it some it achieves a lot of stuff that most sequels don't and I give it props for that. So I remember my idea. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. I, I just I just realized everything happens in one and a half day. I, <laughs> I didn't realize it. <laughs> uh, and it's pretty crazy. Like what mm-hmm. the fuck? <laughs> everything just the worst day of her life. Yeah. The worst day of her life. And it follows the best day of her life, so that's sad. Yeah. <laughs> she needed a nap after that day. She really just did. like the, the emotional, the emotional breakdown that she should have had, you know. And on the next day, sorry. And on the next day, she's married. So it's like, okay, oh god, yes, you're the right. The, the craziest seventy-two hours of her life. From you know, Aiden to time traveling to marriage. <laughs> I think this just proves that Cinderella is one of the most mentally strong characters, which we knew already because, like, she had like a lifetime of servitude and abuse. So this is why she can handle yeah. this day because her whole life was just an entire shit show, and she was like, she, <laughs> she is, she has built up like 
a wall, like a wall of strength to abuse. And she's like, you know what? This is a this is kind of extra, but same kind of intensity that I normally go through. It's fine. <laughs> it's just different. <laughs> her whole life prepared prepare her for this. She is one of the most mentally strong characters. Also, can You're I so just right. say that I saw a tweet recently that said, oh, my favorite fanfiction turned into a movie. And people were saying like, stuff like the fanfictions that have been drawn into books and then movies. And then people started to mention plots of movies that sound like fanfiction. Like Starstruck and all this kind Starstruck, of... Starstruck, yes. Yeah, teenager <laughs> things. And I'm just realizing this is... Oh, this is an AU of Cinderella. Lady Tremaine had one. <laughs> yes. It's like, this is my favorite fanfiction to turn into. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it started as a fanfiction. Right. Yeah, just to uh, finish the, the thoughts, I just want to say, I think my favorite part, aside from the prince getting himself out of the window, it's just Cinderella <laughs> as a character. As, Andy say, as Tammy was saying, she is one of the most mentally strong uh, princesses, and I think it really shows in this movie. Uh, I just really love the way that they treated her her character. Like, she, yes, she goes through a lot, but she never loses that Cinderella spirit, I guess. And I just really like, like her characterization. I think it's, it, she's more modern. She's funny as well. And she's still likable, but she is, you know, she's well adapted to the times. And yeah, it's just a very, it's a great achievement in their, on their part. And also the voice actor mm -hmm. does very well. Yeah. So uh, uh, any more thoughts, negative or positive about Cinderella 3? Or can we move on to the next thing? I think I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Okay, so next, we are going to decide if it is an upgrade or a downgrade. So, uh, anyone uh, anyone can go. Mm -hmm. oh, Lorna, let's, let's go with Lorna. <laughs> yeah, it's an upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> Coming from the biggest Cinderella tree stand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyone yes, else? It's an upgrade. Andy? It's just, it's. Oh, sorry, can I go? <laughs> yeah, 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 sorry. I was just throwing names. You go. It, yeah, no, it's a total upgrade in, in every sense of the word. It's just, it, like, like what we've all said, like it, it extends characters. It, not only does it extend characters, it makes it better. It makes them better. It's, it follows, it's connected to the original storyline, even though the entire theme is off the rails, but in a good way. And it's just... It's a very good Disney sequel, and I and I'm glad it exists. And I'm just I, I I love that we have quality sequels to look back on as well. You know, like not just the not when they started like giving a shit about it and giving them cinematic releases, but like even with these direct to direct to home video ones. Like it's just it's nice to see what effort, a little bit more money, and just love can do. Like it's the difference between Fox and the Hound two and Cinderella three, and it's just like they they're the same. Like not they're not. They not that they had the same stakes, but they're both direct to home video, and I'm sure Cinderella three had a bigger budget. But it's just um, the amount of effort and love that's put into this one. It's it's you can see it like it's it's apparent, and I love that it's like I think we've already talked about this in the last one in Cinderella two, but like 
there's something in the Disney company where we're like, we cannot fuck with Cinderella. Like, we yes. cannot make a bad Cinderella film or else Walt Disney will wake up from his grave and kill us all. <laughs> <laughs> or the Cinderella castle and Walt Disney World would just collapse. We can, yeah, we cannot. He, this is, this is his girl. This is his main <laughs> one. It was his favorite. He relates to it. We cannot tarnish it. It needs to be good no matter what we do. It's just, there's something there. There's something. Agreed. Thank you, Tim. Uh, Andy? Uh, it's an upgrade, of course. It's an upgrade in the CCU, the Cinderella <laughs> cinematic <laughs> universe, in the Cinderella verse. Cinderella I just love how dark it went and how real it is. And I just adore that this movie exists. And that I actually, and that we actually. Collectively, collectively like it as a society. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, uh, when people talk about Disney people, um, and people say, like, there's always this. People post about, oh, the Disney people are too bad. And everyone agrees, but they always say, oh, but uh, Lion King 2 was good, or Cinderella 3 was good. But I think that, or maybe like, oh, Aladdin 3 was good. But I always see, like, some retractors from those ones. But everyone, but just absolutely everyone admits that Cinderella tree because there like there is not one person that doesn't say that. <laughs> uh I I know, I think it unites us as a as a society. As a society. <laughs> we live in a society. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh yeah, for me definitely it is an upgrade. I think it it takes on the the story, the original story, and it builds up from there. I love how bold it is. I love how crazy it is. I love how they took the chance of, of you know, just doing the most insane things with the Cinderella uh, mythos and the Cinderella lore and the story. And they just went for it and they didn't shame away from it. And they just did everything they could have done to make this story work. Like, it sounds crazy, mm -hmm. it sounds insane, but you watch it and you have fun and it works. And honestly, it's one of the few Disney sequels that I probably will watch again after we finish this podcast. I think it's one that I will want to revisit now and then. Like, oh yeah, I feel like watching Cinderella 3. Like, the way that I kind of sometimes get the feeling of watching The Lion King 2 and things like that. I think it's one of those movies that are very good and are very good sequels and are very good follow-ups and they deserve that second, third, fourth watch, you know? And it's mm -hmm. a movie that I will tell people about when people are telling about Disney sequels and I'll go, yeah, Cinderella 3 is a good one, watch it. Yeah. So that's the biggest compliment that I can give it, I guess. That I will rewatch it. Not, I will <laughs> not rewatch many of these, but this one I will. And yeah, so to finish off, uh, this podcast, let's give our gradings. Do you guys have your gradings? I have one, I have one. Yeah, Timmy? Okay, Cinderella 3 is the bippity boppity best. Oh, I think... Wasn't that... Oh my like, god! Didn't you use that for Cinderella 2? I don't remember. I might it's have. It sounds familiar to me, but I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll allow it. Thank I'll you. I'll allow it. Uh, Andy? I will say that don't use a magic wand of me because I want to remember this. 
Wow. Oh. I, I like how you constructed that. <laughs> um, uh, Lorna? I, I don't know. I, um, I don't know. It's, I don't know. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> Tammy, uh, Tammy said everything. <laughs> the bitty best. The bitty body best. Yeah. Okay. I actually have two. <laughs> I just ah, can one. share one with Lorna. Yeah, I can I get more one. one. Uh, Lorna, you can have uh, this movie is much more than a dream. Oh! Oh! And uh, the other one that I just came up with, um, this movie makes me want to get out the window with joy. <laughs> <laughs> You're really into the thing. Yes, I am. It was like, oh, I have another one. It's, I have another it's just one. so long since a movie made me laugh like that. I'm, I'm appreciate. <laughs> I'm just soaking it in. Tammy? I have another one. So it's, so this is what a good Disney sequel is like. Like, so this Aww. is long. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I stand. I love that. I like how we have multiple ratings for, like, the good ones. Yes, easier. because, again, as we said with Bambi, this one inspires us. Like, the good ones may it actually does. give us like, a reason to put an effort into our ratings. <laughs> it's fun. Okay, so anyone else has anything else to add? No? Okay. No. So, yeah, before we sign off, I just want to thank... Lorna again for being here. I love that we have the biggest Cinderella three stand <laughs> on the world in this podcast. <laughs> and yeah, I just appreciate your your input. Oh my god, thank you guys. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. Oh, it was fun. So Glad you were here. Yeah, and if you have any other I mean we are almost running out of sequels, but if if you have any other sequel that you want to talk about, like you're always it's, welcome, so just let it's us know. The good ones now. It's the it's the good ones now. Yeah. You know, Frozen yeah. 2 should just be like a party. Like, yeah, exactly. Fruit, I was going to say that. Snacks. Like we said back in that, in an episode, like two episodes uh, before, like I'm just going to have a bottle of wine, some snacks. I'm just going to make an evening out of it. Yeah, it's going <laughs> to be the longest episode. We're gonna, go, we're gonna go frame by frame. <laughs> I'm booking the entire... You know what? I, I watched it <laughs> four times on quarantine, so maybe I do. <laughs> I remember that movie frame by frame now. I can't oh, wait. <laughs> I just watched it yesterday, and I cannot wait. Like, I watched right. it with Julia, actually. I'm sorry, we're still recording. No, wait, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll save this for later. <laughs> okay, okay uh, so let's sign off so we can hear Tammy's story. <laughs> Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't watched Cinderella 3, you ju I just spoiled all of you, all of it to you. But anyway, just go and watch it. It's a great time. And thank you for listening again. Remember that you can get in contact with us sending us an email at 2divisionpodcast at gmail.com or tweeting at us at 2divisionpod on Twitter, of course. So thank you guys for all your comments and your questions and everything else that you want to send us. And yeah, let's see you. We will see you in the next episode, which I don't know what it is. So thank you guys for listening and we will see you then. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.